we need to have contrast in the world, which means on earth, because we don't understand how we create. So it's as we create the contrast. The contrast is not given. We created the contrast for ourselves to realize who we are. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we literally drive ourselves to the point of exhaustion, depression, desperation, delusion. And when we get to that point, we are able to let go of the conditioning and what we learned and to say ourselves, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. That's what happened to me. It's like, I'm done. I'm done this humaning. There is no way I was born here to do this. Like to me, the, the pain got to the point where I did not accept that anymore. Hello, and welcome to the Generate Your Value podcast. I'm your co-host, Andy McDowell, founder and owner of Generate Your Value, providing life, leadership, and small business coaching services in the Atlanta area. And I'm Zach Levy, your other co-host. I run a nationwide financial service business with my wife, Megan. Together, Zach and I have the intention to bring you tips, concepts, ideas, suggestions, stories, and analogies from A to Z, which will help you to grow your personal brand and small business in such a way that joy, happiness, and success as you define it for yourself are achieved. We hope to use our gifts, talents, and experiences in business to generate value in your life. And with that being said, let's move to our topic for today. Welcome to the Generate Your Value podcast. This is Andy McDowell, uh, your co-host of the show. Unfortunately, my other co-host, Zach Levy, won't be able to join us today, but I'm really, really excited about our episode today with the guests that we have, an exciting, exciting topic, one that a lot of people don't take time to think of, but I had the opportunity to spend some time with our guest in a pre-coordination call for our episode today. And what normally goes is a 10, 15 minute conversation went an hour and I was kind of kicking myself afterwards. I didn't hit the record button about halfway through because I think I would have uh, probably played it over three, four five times just to collect all the nuggets of uh, great information and value about life and our time here on earth. And I'm still kicking myself, but I love the fact that we have the opportunity to revisit with our guest today. Our guest today is Daniela Sulik. She's based up in uh, Toronto, Canada. And let me just read your bio here, Danielle, so folks get an idea of your background a little bit. I'm not going to read the whole thing because I want some of it to come out naturally in our conversation. But Danielle's bio reads, juggling life for years led Danielle Sulik to hit a wall. Who hasn't? (laughs) Her entire way of life and being changed when what she now calls humaning led to her developing serious illnesses while pregnant with her third child and almost cost her her life. With her, quote, play your way through life, uh, end quote, philosophy, she now helps renowned yet unfulfilled leaders move into the permanent state of ease, joy, and passion by transcending from the conditioned human to the consciousness of their true self. They shift into effortlessly creating by being instead of creating by doing. And well, first of all, welcome to the to the podcast, Danielle. It's great to have you here. And I hope your day's going going well so far. Yeah, thank you for having me, Andy. And yeah, it's been fantastic. Thank you. So what energized me about what the part of the bio that I did read is two small words. In the last sentence, which is being and doing. It's something I use often in my own coaching. And I throw the word have in there well is what combination of those words do people choose to do in terms of their journey within life? You know, the typical Hollywood model is let me go 
do these things, be a human doing, and that allows me to have certain things in my life. And then I get to be a certain way in life, right? I get to be this celebrity. I get to be this millionaire. I get to be, you know, what Hollywood shines as success in the world. So what, what are your thoughts and feelings about that combination of the words do have be? Yes, I love that. And basically, we've got it all wrong. Humanity, we've got it completely wrong. And then we wonder why life is not fun and not play and why so struggle. And it starts with very kind of like two words. And it's the definition of ourselves. It's we are a human being. We are not human doing. It's so subtle. Right. But it goes so deeper because we've been conditioned that we need to do things with action, with force, with power, with struggle, with motivation, with pushing through things. Not that we don't get to our goals and achievements. Yeah, we do. But there is so much more that we can do with just being because we were born And we came here to this earth actually to play and to play with our beingness, with our human beingness. And unfortunately, we haven't realized that the majority of us, the majority of humanity haven't realized that. And we are completely lost here. We thought that we just dropped here on the earth and we, this is it. And we joined the human race into achievements and goals. While everything is already done, everything as an existence uh, exists. There is nothing to be done. There is nothing to be created. The creation is finished. That is something that our mind doesn't comprehend. As the mind forces us to do things and create things, our goal is to get ourselves vibrationally high enough to really perceive what we want. So if we have a certain goals or achievements in, in mind, what we want or certain life for ourselves, really what we need to do is just align with the vibration of that reality because it already exists. Our mind cannot comprehend and perceive it because our mind is conditioned and hence creates and keeps us in a very low vibrationally state. And then we think that it doesn't exist. But when we move higher on a vibrational into a higher vibrational state, we realize that the reality is literally like a clay. And we play with it, we mold it the way we want. So it's funny that you mentioned the Hollywood movie. And this is something I talk about. And it's the hero syndrome. And the hero syndrome is horrible here on earth like horrible. And that creates so much conditioning in every movie. There is this character, a hero that has to go through certain struggles first. So they then achieve the goal or whatever they want to have, right? Mm -hmm. There is this drama and we bought into that because what happens is that we are born and we we bought, we buy into this conditioning because we observe what others are doing and the others are struggling. So obviously I cannot achieve anything without a struggle. And what I'm sharing and what I'm teaching people is like, yeah, that's a huge conditioning. You can do it. Like you can play that game. But if you really want to have ease, fun and fulfilled life, how about not buying that con- into that conditioning and how about really just being and knowing who you are at the first place, you know, instead like stop focusing on the action and start focusing on who I am. And then you realize who you are and you realize that you can actually achieve things and not earn it, not deserve it, not justify it. This is a huge Oh, we could talk for our hour about this conditioning <laughs> because like, it's like, really, Daniela? So I can just have it? Yeah. Well, but I need to work for it. But no, you don't. But then all this stuff comes up in our kind of body is like, well, what will people say if I just have something? 
right? And that's the conditioning. Mm -hmm. And that's why we go through life thinking we have to deserve something first. And we spend majority of our life proving ourselves deserving, proving our deserveness and worthiness. And then at the end of the life, it's like, well, yeah, I proved it. I, 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 I deserve this so I can enjoy it. Where I come is like, yeah, let's scratch that. And like, wherever you are in your 40s, 50s, 60s, doesn't matter. Let's just enjoy life now because you can. So how do you feel about, if I were to throw out the analogy of a roller coaster, our, our souls come, come to earth and there's somewhat of a contract already in place as to how our soul is going to evolve um, here on earth. And I'm just, I'm just speaking hypothetical here. Some mm-hmm. things that I've heard. If, if our path in life is already already established, like the path of a roller coaster is already established and we're just going to get in the car, <laughs> strap ourselves in and, and just be, just be in a certain way in our seat in a roller coaster and then just go through life on the roller co- coaster with the, the path that's already established. But would that resonate with you or not? You know, in, in our effort to just be. It's not a roller coaster. We think no. it's a roller coaster because the life is really perceived by by us humans as a roller coaster. But you mentioned what you mentioned. Yeah, we we kind of have a the, have it pre-planned. So what I how I would describe it like we have the theme of life pre-planned. So my theme of life is I'm a woman. I was born in certain countries, certain religions, certain cultural background, and etc. So that theme of life is pre-planned. Somebody else may be born in a dis- different conditions, different gender, maybe disabled, different health. But what we do is literally, it's like we, for the soul, it's like we create the board of the game. It's like playing a mon- Monopoly. So if you play a Monopoly mm-hmm. or any board game, you have the board, you have the character, you have certain rules. And we play within the rules. So you cannot play outside of the board, right? Right. And it's the same. It's the same thing. We pre-plan is based on our parallel lives, I would say. People call it past lives. There are no, there is no such thing as past life, but we are connected to our parallel lives. And based on what you mentioned, the evolution of the soul comes in place. So the there are paralyzed we live and if if there are some things we need to learn as a soul we need to shift in those both parallel lives we will do it it's we will do it here on this physical physical or during this physical experience so there is a lot of room in terms of wiggling room and playing with the reality but yeah there is this board and the rules we play with, but the rules people are like think that. Well, for example, uh, the rules are very flexible. I would say, right? So, and it really comes to a belief. So when we go into well, okay. So what is what is moldable and what is fixed? Gravity, for example, as a science, it's it's kind of fixed, but even that one. <laughs> Hold on, you chuckle. But even that one is because it's a deep conditioning. If we would evolve as a as a humans and really vibrate on a higher consciousness as a mass humanity, we could actually defy gravity. But we are so conditioned, and even based on current science, we believe in that the gravity works for us. So let's not go there, right? Because we could change it, but yeah, probably 300, 450 years from now. So, but let's not do that. But right now, everything else is really just those kind of like very basic rules are fixed for us, teleporting and kind of things like that we cannot do yet. But things like, well, how about market conditions? How about competition? How about when government does this and places these rules or these conditions, that is completely changeable. That is our belief system. That is something we believed in and we are recreating. We are recreating. 
And this comes as a shock to people when I said, yeah, you are creating your competition. You are creating the roles the government or you know any restrictions the government poses and kind of affects your business. You have so much room to work with and you don't know about it. You are it. You are it. So when it comes to evolution of the soul you mentioned is it's really to it's playing the game and it's getting the experience for the soul. Everything is just an experience. Mm -hmm. And when in a certain lives or parallel realities, we didn't get certain lesson. We have, we create the chance in this physical reality to go through the lesson. And usually it's to drop the fear, fear, fear. It's all about the fear because fear I know people say fear is an illusion. Yeah, it is. But more importantly, fear is for entertainment purposes only. And that's a big one. Oh, that is a big one. Our soul, <laughs> we, we create, not human self, our consciousness creates fear to get an experience of fear. Okay. And now you can go to any. Any negative experience you have or any negative fear you have, business relationship, mass, uh, global, what happens with earth, it's solely for the experience. And that's a big, because once we realize it, <laughs> there is no fear. We, just, we can just drop it. But again, there is a different in a state of consciousness. So, and because the mind is conditioned with the fear, the fear feels. You got to shift into the higher consciousness to realize it's just a game. And I can tell you an analogy, it's dream. When we dream, when you dream, uh, and let's say now you dream something negative, right? Drama, horror, something is happening to you. And now your teeth falling out. Your, your teeth falling out and you're completely helpless. You don't know what to do. And it feels real. It does feel real because you are there. You are there. You don't know you're dreaming, firstly. And then it feels, you feel the emotions and you see everything what is happening through your eyes. It's not when you dream, it's not like, yeah, I dream. And it's not like you're watching the dream on a screen on a Hollywood movie. No, you play, you are there. That's why it's so, especially when we have a nightmare, that's why it's so terrifying, right? And then we wake up and like, whew, it was just a dream, but it felt so real. You felt it and you were living it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now it's like go, you're in a hologram. Now, yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> not like Andy. It's not like we are in, you're in a hologram. We are because now take the same stuff and apply it to the human experience, and it's the same for the from the perception of the consciousness or soul. Those were those labels are interchangeable. It is a hologram, so the consciousness knows that it's a dream. Our human self doesn't know it, so it feels really real. And what we are here to do is to awaken from that dream and to realize how we can shift the dream and to have an experience a really amazing experience of fulfillment of, of joy of abundance or everything yeah so is it safe to say going back to the fear piece that we're creating a, a, a hologram if you will of an experience in which fear is present mm -hmm. in, in order to have that experience and out of that experience we're learning something from it. I mean, why, why do we want to experience fear? What is sort of the end game Thrill. Uh, from, a, from an entertainment perspective and experience? Thrill. 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 Like, Thrill. Okay. Tell me one thing. Why do people do Hunger Games? Why 
why someone who is very comfortable, very comfortable, has house, has everything, why that someone has an urge and need and is longing, longing and goes and jumps out of plane or goes and climbs Mount, Mount Everest and actually mm-hmm. risks to be frozen to death. Why? <laughs> Thrill, entertainment, emotions. It's a different. So if you are all that is, if we are all that is as a consciousness, it's kind of boring. <laughs> and and how do you how do you know how how do you know how health feels if you never were sick? How do you know how love feels if mm-hmm. you never experience fear? How do you know how separation feels when you when you are constantly whole? Like we split ourselves as a consciousness and we create all these experiences. But this is what in spiritual you know realms people say like we are ones because we we get to the consciousness splits itself and creates this holographic experience and to get really an experience of everything from the point of poverty, abundance, health, uh, peace, war, everything. It's just a thrill. And it's mind-blowing because when we are in that mind conditioning, we believe it's real. I was there. We, you know, you, and that's why it's, and logic cannot understand it. You need to shift into the higher consciousness to bypass the logic because the logic is in the mind and the mind cannot exist by itself. The mind was created by the consciousness who, the consciousness that created this game. And that's why the mind is so limited and doesn't understand the game. The consciousness does. So when we shift into the higher vibration, into the higher consciousness, we start seeing it for what it is instead of being the limited mind. So I've always said to people that we need contrast in the world to understand the emotions of both sides, right? Between love and fear, between, I don't know, hot and cold. I mean... The yin and the yang, everything that sort of has an opposite, if you will, we need to have that contrast in the world to understand both sides. And when you get into the the religious side, you know, the biggest question people ask about religion, particularly with Christianity and and maybe the others, you know, if God is omnipotent, then why why does God allow bad things to happen in the world? Well you don't have that contrast in the world, you don't understand the emotions, the feelings, so forth, that both sides bring. They help you drive decisions in the logic. If we're living in the mind, in the logic, we need to understand both sides from an emotional perspective to, to choose one. How, how, do you, how do you feel about those type statements? Yeah. You know, we need um, to have contrast in the world to understand both sides. We need to have contrast in the world, which means on earth, because we don't understand how we create. So it's as we create the contrast. The contrast is not given. We created the contrast for ourselves to realize who we are and Mm -hmm. Sometimes we literally drive ourselves to the point of exhaustion, depression, desperation, delusion. And when we get to that point, we are able to let go of the conditioning and what we learned and to say ourselves, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. That's what happened to me. It's like, I'm done. I'm done this humaning. There is no way I was born here to do this. Like to me, the the pain got to the point where I did not accept that anymore. It's like there is no way this is why I'm here. 
And then the flood opened, then the gate opened. So we create the contrast to get us to the point to remember who we are. And the contrast exists only on the level of mind. And that's what you said. It's because the mind is duality, because the consciousness or soul is singularity and cannot know itself. So it creates mind and this dual world to to get an experience. Hot, cold, summer, winter, good, bad. I like this or I don't like it. And, um, but from the consciousness point of view, from the singularity, everything is positive. Even any negative experience is positive because even if it's an experience that will get you to the point to realize that you don't want it, it's a positive. It has a positive meaning. So that's why there is no negative experience. And to your point is like why God creates suffering. God doesn't create suffering. We are gods. You are gods. You created, you live in a holographic experience. The the reality is not real. Your experience is real. So the reality is not real. Your experience of the reality is the real. Back to the dream. The dream was not real. Your experience felt real, was real. That's what we do. So when we are in the mind, there is a suffering. And why God creates suffering? Well, first of all, no one creates suffering but you. It's you. From the quantum perspective or even spiritual perspective in terms of dimensions, we exist. We are a multidimensional being, which means we exist, I think, in seven or eight dimensions. But now when talking about, for simplicity, only the last two, which is uh, metaphysical, our metaphysical body, that body has certain emotional and mental patterns And as the consciousness kind of shines through that metaphysical body or goes through the higher dimensions to the lowest dimensions, and our physical reality is the most rigid, lowest, dense, it goes through the metaphysical body and reflects whatever is in the metaphysical body in our current reality. And this works on an individual level in in, in a personal life, but also as a mass consciousness what we go through as a humanity. So so when we have suffering, when we have fear, when we have violence, those are all blueprints we carry in our metaphysical bodies. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that in about 300, 400, 500 years, we will clear our metaphysical bodies on a mass level so high that we are not we will not need to experience suffering and wars and fights and terror. But what I am here to tell people that even though, yeah, that's kind of the humanity and the mass consciousness, you can you can do the same on the individual level. And while the rest of the world may be in a turmoil and having very negative experience, you can have a very positive experience. And the mind doesn't understand it. And it's because... Each of us creates their own hologram. The hologram is not one. There is infinite. So we coexist, but no one can create your hologram and no one can affect your hologram. So everything what is happening in your reality is just you. And it was created by you. Yeah. So I think, you know, as a, as a coach who has a, a platform of trying to help people develop a life strategy for themselves. In a lot of ways, I feel like, and I love your opinion on this. In a lot of ways, I feel like I'm helping them to construct that hologram of what their what their experiences will be, all in an effort for a journey that will help them to understand who they are or to remind themselves of who they are in this world, which then leads to a life of being 
in play, as you say, yes. instead of a wild success as Hollywood and the world and the mind describe it. And, and I think that's, that's different for everybody. You know, first of all, the person has to own it themselves, but then you have the pressures of the world in the conditioning that's being put on them. And can you get yourself out of that? Yes. You know, yes. as a coach, how can I help a person to get out of that? To say, get out of the human conditioning. And you know, you know, granted, most of my most of my customers are small business owners, but they're still human beings. And can we start there first and get you to be a human being first, and then turn around? And how can you relate that into a business and help other people with their hologram in their life and a state of being? And then you all can be together as a business to help uh, the world be instead of <laughs> all of this doing and sort of the collective hologram. And, and that's where I see my challenge, you know, as a business owner and in my own hologram, trying to help the world to see that. How, how, how are you with that challenge? How are you with <laughs> being um, a coach to others? And do you resonate with what I said in, the challenges that lay ahead of us as coaches to try and get people to see that. It's a very tricky one. I don't know if you really <laughs> like it. <is. laughs> I don't know if you will like it. It is indeed. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So uh, when it comes to the hologram, yes, absolutely. The, the hologram will exist as long as our mind exists. So when we, when we do the thing we call dying, our mind ceases to exist in our body. Uh, stops functioning, then the hologram ceases to exist. So it's while we are here to really, we are not here to remove the hologram. We cannot that we can shift it. So we, so, so the life is really enjoyable and it's really fun by the way and play. And to your point is that how, or how, to go about the struggle of people realizing it is one thing that I teach and I go really deep with a client is, and I need to, that's when they need to shift their, their, their state of consciousness is to, to get them to realize that there is no one out there. Mm. You're, the, you're the only one. So if, if we have, a, we have, if we have a struggle to convince someone of something, there is something in us. It's always us that creates the struggle. And this is this may be a coach and client relationship, but it's also I often work, you know, with people who have marriage issues, divorce, or relationship issues, or coaches and clients. And like my clients don't understand it, my clients don't get it, or my wife doesn't get it. No, it's you. You are creating the version of them in your hologram that doesn't get it. But at the as I said at the beginning, existence is finished. So there is a version of them that gets it, but you are being focused on the version of them that doesn't get it and recreate. So what you are creating for yourself and what a lot of coaches are creating for themselves is creating an experience of needing to convince people. And it's just an experience and we can go through it the whole life. It's like business owners. Let's talk about your ideal um, client. It's like your ideal clients are creating experience of needing to grow business, needing to find the right client, needing to find the right strategy to find the, so the so the client uh, is aligned with the strategy. Actually, doing a lot of market research to know what the clients want, and I I say, and I'm completely out. Yeah, just just crap it, just throw it away. There is no strategy. There are no clients. There is no market. There are no indicators. There is nothing. It's a hologram. Do you want to do it? If you want to continue doing it, oh yeah, you have a free will. I just play with it. Play with the strategy. Play with that. Or scrap it and realize and create clients who will get it. Move away from your strategy and have no strategy. And clients will come that that will shift you into higher consciousness. And then clients who are in that higher consciousness will come. You don't need strategy. You, 
you really need to just know the truth and see the truth. And the truth is that you can, we, we are so free. We can, we can choose bondage. So we are, you know, we can play this game, making up strategies, believing that there is a market that we need to do market research, or we can just literally like close our eyes, turn away of it and do what we want to be doing. And look at the history and look at all achievements, Wright brothers, in terms of plane or any, any Nikola Tesla, right? Electricity. Like if those people, a number and number of you know inventors and very intelligent people, if those people would look at their current environment and market research, those inventions would never have been invented. They shut they close their eyes, they shut their ears, and they're like, this is what I'm doing. And that's it. They didn't know. They did not have this theory I'm explaining, but that's exactly what they did. They said, no, we are doing it. They had a vision. Where did that vision came from? The vision was already realized. They did not need to create a plane. They only needed on a physical level, aligned vibrationally to the plane that already existed. We play this game of human evolution, going through this kind of plane to this kind of plane to to jets and to you know all that and spaceships, but everything exists. We just are misusing our logical mind. The mind doesn't create solutions, by the way, because the 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 mind keeps us in illusion that it, we need to create solutions, and that's the game we are playing. Any. You can think of any strategy, but you cannot think of it. It's you are it. And the more you are, you realize you are it and you are being it, the right action will come. And the right action sometimes doesn't need strategy. You will just do the action. And then you will be like, wow, that's a complete thing. I don't know where it, where it came from. I know where it came from, from the quantum field. Spiritual people call it Akasha records. Quantum physicists, quantum field. We are the field. You are the field. Yeah. So it's, if I heard you right, it's sort of the natural way that business fits into the be and do, right? So the do side is there's a, there's a need out in the marketplace and I have to go do the mark. I have to go do the market research to figure out where the need is to then do or build a strategy that allows me as a business to go fulfill that need, that, that desire, that problem that exists. And so it's all do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Versus the, the B side is the, the more creative side, the more I'm just going to be a certain way. I'm going to realize that it already exists and I'm going to be a certain way to bring it. And I'm going to sort of shine my light out into the world when my being you know, just like the Wright brothers did with the airplane. I have no idea if there's a need or a desire for anybody to do anything with the airplane. I'm just going to yeah. bring bring the airplane into existence and be with an airplane. But how do you do and, it? it yeah. And attract it, attract it, find people that are attracted to my state of being that have called this airplane into my yeah. state of being already exists. And then those that are vibrate, so to speak, with that, that state of being or resonate with it, you know, as another word, are going to naturally come to me in my hologram from that perspective. Did I, did I hear you right? In, yeah, in, it, it, exactly. Being doing? Yes. And let's, let's now explain for those who are really interested to know and who are like, okay, so what do I do with the being? What is the being? The being is your natural blueprint, who you are. We, without the mind, beyond the human conditioning, mm-hmm. we are joy. We are ecstasy. We are love. We are excitement. So instead of what the market research, what the market wants, what is okay? Let's let's work for six months on a market research. Let's let's discuss and see the government conditions and all the rules and the rules. No, how about going? What do you want? As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, why are you? Why are you in this business? Is this what lights you up? 
or are you here for your money? If you're here for money, well, okay, good luck with that. You're going to play the game of the market research and Facebook ads and all that, all that stuff. But if you, and this requires honesty and sometimes even dropping what I do and shifting gears because it's like, what lights you up? Well, okay, I don't want to be an IT programmer. I don't want to research maybe dolphin sounds and uh, whatever. Okay, then do that without goal, without goal, because the mind is all, the mind immediately goes like, well, I cannot make any money by doing what I like, like by going, the, by following my excitement. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's the conditioning because the fear back to the fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fear is keeping you in the illusion. You cannot. So it takes discipline. It takes willpower. It takes honesty, but different than what we think it's willpower, not with the mind, but really believing in mind, the Wright brothers, they were not logical. They were not like, we do this because we want to become millionaires. Oh, we do this because I want. We want to have savings uh, in our retirement plan. No, they did it because <laughs> they. But yeah, but you love. But that's the ridiculous we live in. And then people are kind of like, well, I'm depressed. Nothing works out. Yeah, because you are living, and con living in the conditioning of fear. But if you go into the excitement, what lights me up? What I want to do, not what the market wants. What mm -hmm. I want to do then you will create an audience. Then you will create an audience because you were born with certain blueprint and that's your joy, that's your drive, and that's your gift. And by definition, if you have certain gift, there must be someone on the other side to receive the gift. But we don't believe it. Now, Daniela, that's too easy. I, I should actually have fun. Oh, yeah. That's why you're here. That's why you created all this hologram. Oh, no, no, no. I take it the hard way. Okay, good luck with that. Do that. Then when you do the thing we call dying, you realize, oh, shoot, I could have, have it any other way, any way I want it. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm here to, to save people to now you can have it any way you want it. Fascinating stuff. So is it safe to say in your mind that to alleviate ourselves of stress and anxiety and depression and the sort of the lower vibrational frequencies in life is just to get the construct right this what's what's of the mind those things are of the mind and it's not part of our natural state state of being and it's part of your hologram those things are in our life for the hologram experience to help push us or drive us back to our state of being and state of play and who, who we are. Who we are, remember from, from that perspective, or remember who we are. Any any depression. And in you know a few years ago, I used to work with uh, women who suffered from severe anxiety and depression and you know mental illnesses and the doctors couldn't help them. And within eight weeks they were fine and they were off prescriptions because they went to their natural state. And now they are creating businesses and having and being in a flow and it's mind blowing. So any negative experience, sometimes it's a chronic illness. Sometimes it's that of the loved ones. Sometimes it's mental illness, depression, anxiety, stress. It's pushing us to the point that we say, hold on, things need to change. And we needs to start thinking but a different way not from the logic we need to be open to like okay hold on how can i can i do this differently and you and i are here for those people like yeah yeah you can choose but if you want to i'm here to help it's your choice yeah so what i am sort of taking away from our conversation today is that there's not necessarily a problem with the do. That's not to say we should eliminate do from our life. The, the, what we need to do is to understand that the foundation and our priority is the be first. And then we can start thinking about the do's, the do's in life that align with the be. 
and support the play, the fun, the experience that's within our hologram that we're creating for ourselves, such that as we're as we're going through the the illusion of time in our hologram for our soul, that it constantly reminds us of who we are. That as we're going through the dues uh, of being a human being on the face of the earth and in our hologram, that we need to align our dues to constantly remind ourselves through play, joy, fun, happiness, et cetera, of who we are. Who we are. And sometimes it's uh, shifting completely different direction, but sometimes it's sometimes it's within the existing business. It's like, mm-hmm. well, Daniela, but you know, every day is a drug. I need to do this, this. Well, because you're looking at the business through the conditioning. So how how do you want it? How do you want to do it? Not how the business, how a small or medium-sized entrepreneur does the business. Scrap that. That's a hologram. That's an illusion. How do you define your way, your way? And this is about you. Well, okay, I want to do this way. And then, well, I want to work only two hours a week. Or, okay, yeah, you can do that. You can absolutely do that because this is something I work with when I work with uh, high achievers and high uh, entrepreneurs and they're successful, but they have no free time and they're just do, 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 do. And uh, they, sometimes they tell me, well, Daniela, but people on my position in my leadership position, people do not have free time. People do not have free calendars. That's just how it is. And my response is, yeah, that's your belief system. Do you want to keep it or do you want to change it? Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. in two months, they're like, okay, Daniela, my calendar is like only half full. I have so much free time and everyone is stressed because your reality shifted because your metaphysical body shifted. You know how how I was explaining how the conscious, yeah. What do you want? So it's really the driver, the joy. And sometimes it's, I just, I'm just tired. I want to take a nap, then take a nap. Well, I shouldn't. I should just drink two coffees and go, well, yeah, you should. Should is the word that I remove from my client's dictionary. <laughs> it's like, if there is one word, sh- no. You were not born here, born here and needed to, like I need or I should do. Should is conditioning. You can have it any way you want it. Yeah, so we, we we have to, at least this part of our two holograms, have to stop it. But I, I think I'm going to create a hologram where you're a regular visitor on this podcast because I'm just, I'm, I'm just fascinated with this topic. It drives me as a coach from that perspective. And I, I'm going to predict that there is a certain percentage of people listening to this episode that will listen to it two, three, four, five, six times just by the nature of the subject and there's a lot of you know mind exploding kind of things and concepts that people haven't even thought of because they're so just deeply conditioned in their mind and in the world and so forth so i greatly appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your your wisdom and your expertise in this area and zach and i always finish our episodes with folks in the interview asking one simple question which is what do the words generate your value mean to you? Be you. You are already value. You have everything. You don't need to generate. Generate your freedom. Generate your joy. Just be you. The value will show itself to you. It's like you're playing a game when it's hidden while you are already it. So be, be you. And let the value be shown to you. Excellent. Uh, I think there's a lot of wisdom in those words. And I appreciate you sharing that with today and coming on to the the podcast. I wish you well and and having a great day, a great week, and keep building your hologram. Likewise. From that perspective, yes. Thank you so So, much for having me. Yeah, so the listening audience, I greatly appreciate you tuning in and having to listen to this. And like like I said, mark my words, I think there's going to be a high percentage that are going to listen to it multiple times uh, for the concepts that are out there. But 
If you found value in this conversation, please share it with others uh, so they might be able to learn something from our conversation and get some nuggets out of it as well. Hit that. We call it the follow button to spell the word subscribe so that you have an opportunity to listen to other items that will help you to build your hologram in your life from that perspective. And have a great day. Have a great week. And we look forward to um, seeing you next time on the Generate Your Value podcast. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the Generate Your Value podcast. If you find our conversations to be useful in your life, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can find me online on Instagram at The Fitzpreneur, Facebook, and LinkedIn. For information on my coaching services, if you're in the Atlanta area, go to www.generateyourvalue.com. You can also find me and my company on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search for Generate Your Value on those platforms. Once again, thanks for joining us for today's podcast, and we invite you to generate your value in this world. Oh, 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 o